My name is Daniel Resnick, and this is the Getting Out of the Way podcast, where we will be integrating the psychedelic experience. So the purpose is not confinement, it's refinement. There's no physical difference, it's only a matter of perception. It's saying, I get to, instead of, I have to. It triggers our free will. And free will, as we all know, is kind of the difference between being free and being locked up. If you take my free will away from me, I'm no longer free. I'm not able to do what I want to do, what I need to do. So now I'm in prison, whether it's physically or whether it's metaphysically, or if it's mentally, psychologically, it doesn't matter. If my free will is taken away from me, it's game over. It's stress, it's depression, it's anxiety, it's being limited. And who wants to be limited? We're boundless. You can notice this with folks. Anytime you say, don't go there, that's where everybody wants to go. It's the red velvet rope syndrome. You put a red velvet rope in front of a place, everybody's going to start lining up. It's this concept of being told, no, you can't go there, that instantly tells us, well, I don't want to be locked up. I don't want to be told where I can go and can't go, so of course I want to go there. Even if there's nothing for me there, I just want to do it to know that I could do it to know I'm still free, to know I, I could still exercise my free will. And as soon as that is limited or taken away from us, it becomes a game changer. Free will is so important, it's even baked into most of the religion that we know and experience, but yet religion is imposed on people and children. It's kind of like, that's a contradiction, it's an oxymoron, if you will. If free will is baked into religion, how can you impose it on someone? It's like spontaneity. Spontaneity can't be compelled. You can't tell someone to be spontaneous. It contradicts it. How can you compel spontaneity? Like, it happened already. Like, if you ask for it to happen again, it's not the thing anymore. It's like love. You can't force someone to love you. It's not real love. You can't compel them to love you. It's not the real deal. See, we look at love sometimes as possession and pleasure, and we've got it all wrong. It's like, I love this. I want to hold on to it forever. It's going to give me pleasure forever. That's not love. That's something else. I don't know who said that was love, but that's where a lot of people are at. Love is unconditional. Love is natural. Love is spontaneous. It can't be forced onto anyone or out of anyone. It can't even be given from one person to another because where is it occurring? Where, where do we feel love? We feel love inside, and yet we're looking outside to attain it. It makes no sense. So this concept of free will is like one of the pillars of our existence, and yet people use it as a tool to compel us to do certain things or act and behave in certain ways, and then it becomes transactional, and then it's not free at all. If I say to someone, if you do this for me, I will love you, that's not the thing. That's not the genuine article. That's just a system of bartering. It's a system of transacting for personal gain. And we get caught up in that. And we feel pain when it doesn't work in our favor or when we're not getting what we need. And when the tool stops working effectively, we start to look for other ways to fill that void again. And we're right back down that slippery slope. Free will means letting something go. And if it goes, so be it. It's not for me. If it comes back, beautiful, it came back. 
But free will and love, they're synonymous. They're interchangeable. If I love you unconditionally, I just want you to experience love. I want you to be the best version of you that you could be so you could be happy, so you could foster that connection to source, so you could provide the right intention into all of your thoughts, words, and actions. And if that means you're going to get love in this way or that way, with me or without me, then that's all good. That's exactly what unconditional love means. There are no conditions. And that's what fosters free will. I love you enough to allow you to exercise your own free will in whatever way it looks like. No judgments, no conditions, no transactions. Just go be you. Do you. Completely, wholly, with all of yourself. If I limit you even a little bit, then whatever it is that you're going to be doing is going to be limited. And therefore, you can't involve yourself wholly in it. And that means you can't hit that sweet spot of just surrendering completely to an action because you're so busy worried about, well, what's he going to think about it? Or is he going to react the right way to it? Or is he going to recognize it as something ugly? And as soon as you're caught up there in your mind, you can't give yourself all up to an action because you're up in your mind again. So to get past that, to be able to give yourself wholly to a thing or a person or a thought, you have to be free. You can't even be held back by 10%, no percent. You have to be completely free. And in that moment of spontaneity, of exercising your free will, of selflessness, of not being worried about being judged or conditioned or being held back, you find liberation. You find connection to source. You find love. You find happiness. You find bliss. And when that's happening, there's no other thing. There's no anxiety, there's no depression, there's no thinking about tomorrow, there's no thinking about yesterday. You just let yourself go. You just get out of the way. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. Subscribe, rate, and share so that we could do our part in spreading the light and diminishing the darkness.